0: Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. Let's talk about love. (laughs) When nothing else could help. (laughs) Love always bends. Love always contorts. Love always reaches down, and people who are not willing to lose their form and get low Cannot love. Love is in a low place. Love is adjusting yourself to help another. God adjusted himself so much he became a human. (laughs) You almost have to become who you love to love him correctly. Or if you see not their perception or perspective, it's just control. Because you want your way. But when you sit in the seat of the one you say you love, you can know how to love them. If you never sit in the seat of the ones you say you love, you just want something from them. Look at your neighbor and say, let me sit in your seat today. Now, switch with. No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. You can be seeing. <laughs> Everyone switch seats. <laughs> Somebody scream, Thank you, Jesus! Woof. Oh, I'm just going to flow for a minute. We started talking about love last week because it was love week. And I honor my love who's here. Pastor Tate's in the building. I love you so much. Love you, baby. Yeah, wait and let them all see you, let them all see you. You look beautiful, love. I love you so much, and I honor you, and I thank you. Uh, we, we was talking about love, and we was talking about how, you know what, there's not a, script, a lot of scriptures in the Bible for marriages and dating and all that stuff, and we discovered last week, like, oh, yes, it is. Every scripture in the entire Bible is for every context, because it's not about the context, it's about the person in it. So there's no scriptures for mechanics, but there are scriptures for mechanics. <laughs> it's not teaching you how to be a mechanic, but it's teaching you how to be a believer and a child of God while you mechanic. <laughs> so if there's no scripture specifically for your context, you know what I'm saying, for principles or marriage it's about you being a principal so it, you understand what i'm saying there's no scriptures for dating yes it is the bible says that we should consider others before ourselves that's dating we quiet the scriptures are for that's marriage friendships <laughs> all, all, all the ships titanic everything The Bible says, give and it shall be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. If you give, it'll be given to you. That's in marriage. Friendships. And all the other ships. Are y'all hearing this? Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he reap. That's not talking about a mechanic, or but it is. Because it's not about the mechanic, it's about the man. So don't remove yourself out of the scriptures because it's not speaking specifically to your context. You add context to the scripture because you're going to be in different contexts as you go throughout life. You're a principal this year, but you might be a CEO next year. You don't change scriptures. You just be a believer, be a child of God. Somebody say, I'm a child of God. Oh, here's another one. The Bible says, be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to anger. Dad, we should have kept singing, love lifted me. I'm sorry. <laughs> These are scriptures for believers, whether you married or not. How you doing, Tiny? You look so beautiful today. It's good to see you, love, always. If I'm a believer, it don't matter the context. I got to be quick to listen. Because in all that I get and get understanding. That's marriage. That's friends. And all the other ships. Quick to listen, slow to speak. Because you know you're right and you know they're wrong, so you're like, ooh, I can't wait till you, it's like double dutch, I can't wait till you, give me a break in this conversation, give me one break, but you, slow to speak and slow to anger. This is all, uh, everything I'm saying today is for encouragement, by the way. Okay. <laughs> if it's busting your bubble, let it bust that bubble, you don't need that one. You don't need that bubble. But this is all for encouragement. This is to help you deal with all the ships. Relationship, marriage ship, uh, business ship, friendship. Jesus replied. Let's go to Matthew 22, verse 37. I'm going to give you all a couple of of scriptures. If you have it in your phone or your devices. Yeah, Matthew 22. And y'all, I'm reading from the NLT, the New Living Translation. I don't know what, okay, what time is it? So listen, are y'all there? Y'all got it? All you got to do is type it in. You ain't got no real Bibles. no Oh, y'all ain't got the Bible app. That's what it is. Okay, yeah. (laughs) Matthew 22, verse 37, it says, "Uh, You must love the Lord God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment, the first and greatest commandment. Commandment and second is equally important love your neighbor as thyself. It says the entire law and all the demands of the prophets are based on these two. Whoa, everything Elijah and every other prophet spoke hangs on the truth that we are to love God and love others. Period, everything is based. On that, so anything else you want to do in God, without that, is flawed. It's useless. It's impotent. It's powerless. All right, and as thyself, I love that. So this type of one, we I was talking to Tim yesterday, and we was talking about loving as thyself. Like sometimes love is wanting the best case scenario for your neighbor and to help them achieve it with compassion. Like I want this, you, I want. better for you, bro. You should, I want better for you. I, I, want, I see, That's loving your neighbor, right? But if you don't push yourself like that, you got an empty push to your neighbor. And isn't it funny how you can see so much more for your family and friends? You can advise them all day and all night. <laughs> and you can talk to them about the same stuff you're struggling with. Have you ever scratched your head after a conversation like, I just gave them the encouragement I need? You, I just told you what I need. Could you could you, run that back? Say, say what I told you real quick. Just leave it on my voice notes. But we don't love ourselves the right way, which is why all of our relationships have cracks in it. Are y'all hearing me? In, in James chapter 1, it is called the perfect law of liberty. In James chapter 2, it is called the royal law. So it's the perfect law of liberty. We're talking about love. The perfect law of liberty, and it's the royal law. I hope you all know that Jesus Christ is king. He's king, and he has a kingdom, and he reigns, and we are his royal priesthood. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm royalty. Go ahead and wipe the dust off your shoulder and say, I'm royalty. You You don't have to look like royalty to be it. One thing that confused me when we started traveling way back in the uh, the, the late 1900s. (laughs) My wife and I got married in in 97, right? So they was like, oh, so you got married in the late 1900s. I was like, get out of here, you little Generation X. Whatever y'all are. (laughs) When we started traveling, it baffled me. It, It baffled me that when we started traveling with Faith Hill and Tim McGraw and, and, and we was doing stuff with Elton John, and Luke, I mean, we was, we was just, tra- any artist, we was just out there just doing everything. Don Henley, The Eagles Sting, we was traveling and touring with all these people. Their appearance never reflected their wealth. It made me change my whole, I said, you know what, G.A., we wearing Chucks. We ain't stunting, try- we just going to wear chucks and, I don't know, school uniform. Cause they didn't wear they well. They kids came out looking like, hey, dad. I'm like, did he? Did he know his son was coming? His son ain't got no chains. His son ain't got no, he ain't got the latest sneakers. His hair was halfway done. Because he didn't have to wear what he is. <laughs> When I know, a lot of times all of the adornments come from insecurity and not knowing who you are or whose you are or where you come from. So you gotta wear all that stuff to feel valued. But when you know what you know and when you know whose you are, I ain't gotta wear it. I'm royalty. I don't have to look like royalty to, man, somebody scream, I am royalty! He shed royal blood for this royal life. The royal law, we all understand in the king's court, that's a royal law, love. And it's the perfect law of liberty. I'm going somewhere, y'all. Just give me a few minutes. The perfect law of liberty. It's an amazing thing, Derek Prince says. It's an amazing thing that no one can stop you from loving. It's the perfect You're totally free when you love. They can slap you, lie on you, betray you, but they can't stop you from forgive them, Father, for they know not. (laughs) Jesus getting stabbed in the back, but he couldn't stop him from loving them. They could not stop Jesus from loving them. He's totally free. You are totally free when you love. Anybody who's, who hates, who's bitter, who always got an attitude, oh, that's just Quincy, Quincy just, he's not free. He's bitter, he's mad, he's bound by what uncle and auntie did, he's upset at the world, he thinks somebody owes him something. He's not free because he's tough. You free because you love. Woo, I'm totally free when I totally love. Somebody please look at your neighbor and say, I totally love you. Lie on me, spit it, lie on me, betray me, turn your back on me, stop texting me, stop inviting me to the party. I still, I'm totally free. It's the perfect law of liberty. When you love, there's a release when you love. There is a tightness when you're upset. There is tension when you're angry. There is looseness when you love. Oh, it feels good to say love. Somebody just say love. Let your breath come out with you. Love. Yeah, yeah. Say it like L U H. Love. <laughs> There's a freedom in love. Even towards your enemies. There doesn't have to be inner turmoil. I don't know why they hate me. I don't know why they keep posting. I don't know why they're in my comments. But I love them. I'm free. From their control over me. (laughs) Y'all, love cancels control over you. Because if you're still using them for something, they can manipulate you. If you're using them for company, right? I don't want to be alone. So now you do whatever. You're controlled by them just so you can have them. But when you don't use people and you just love them, you're free from their control. You can't be manipulated when you love. I'm sorry, y'all. Excuse me. I'm not using you for sex. I'm not using you for company. I'm not using you for money. I actually love you. So you can't control me with your craziness. We are easily controlled because we do not love. We use. Culture and religion has taught us to use and not love. Let me, I'm, I'm going too fast. I'm going too fast. I'm going too, too deep, too fast. I got you, babe. John 4. 1 John 4, verses 7 and 8. Y'all good? All good Ah. Uh, Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born again, and you know God. Whoever does not love does not know God. Not whoever does not speak in tongues do not know God. Whoever does not go to church does not. No, it's so many people that don't go to church that know God, and so many people in the church that don't. Somebody scream, period. period. One more for you. John, St. John 13, verse 34. I'm giving it to you, Lisa, so you can write it down because we ain't got our screens. You know what I mean? We in transition. We chilling. I'm loving it. loving the process. I love this. John 13, 34 says, a new command I give you. This is Jesus talking. I'm going to give you a new command. Love one another. <laughs> As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, so all men know that you are my disciples. Somebody say, by this. This is how they're going to know that you're born again, that you're a Christian, that you are a child of God. This is how they're going to know. Not just your life changing. You know I'm a child of God. I don't smoke no more. You know I'm a child of God. I don't I don't do drugs no more. You just know. I don't sleep around like I used to. You know I'm a child of God. no, you that don't that don't mean nothing. They got counselors for that. AA meetings for that. Alcoholics, they got they got programs to help you discipline. Discipline is not the only thing in salvation. Ooh. It ain't about discipline. It's about Love. Love is greater than discipline. The old school church has taught us discipline. Don't do that. You're going to hell, you're going to hell, and everybody's going to hell. Well, why are we here? Every Sunday they told me I was going to hell. I said, I might as well start going that way then. (laughs) Why go to hell this way? It's the worst way to go to hell. (laughs) Might as well have fun. to church next Sunday again I'm still going to hell. man, I should have went to the I knew I should have went to the club last night. It ain't about discipline only. Oh righteousness is not greater than love. <laughs> love is greater than being right. Love is greater than doing right. In other words, don't focus on being right. Don't focus on doing right. Focus on love. And you'll do right because you love. Hey, 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 hey. You'll you'll live right because, you'll discipline because you love. Because when you do it just to be right, you cultivate religion. That's what I was doing. You ain't right, and we right, and you right. Ooh, that's wrong. And I led my life by what's right. That's what God wants. Man, he wants you to do right as a result or consequence or whatever to love. Because I love you, I treat you right. I don't just treat you right because it's right. Do y'all feel the difference in that? Am I too deep already, baby, or am I? Check it out, y'all. I got a few more things. I'm going to let y'all go. Ooh, this is good stuff. Love from God. as children. Who's the child of God in here? Let me see who I'm talking to. Child of God. All the children of God, wave your hand. Come on, let me see. All right, if you're not, we're going to get you in. You're in the right place. <laughs> Favor in Jesus' name. Liz, on that call, get your card back in Jesus' name. Oh. Love to the believer is not a choice only or an option. It's a command right? So it is a decree from our king. <laughs> Did you hear the letter? Did you hear what the king said? Did you hear what you? Right? Everybody, yeah, you, you remember the, uh, 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 the the curfew? Do y'all remember the curfew? Well, Florida didn't really kind of pay attention to all the co- COVID conventional standards. <laughs> but there were curfews, 8 o'clock, boom! you to be in the house, Atlanta, Chicago, Boom! It was curfews everywhere. Paris, Italy. Boom! It was curfews. It's, it's almost like, did you hear the decree of the president? Did you hear the decree of the mayor? Did you hear the decree of the governor? They said we must be here. And everybody abode by the rules. Because it came from the top. This is a decree from the top. That you must honor, love. And any decree not obeyed has consequences. We'll talk about that later. It's not an option for the believer or should not be considered one. It is a command. You must love one another or you don't know me. How do I know I love? How many of y'all can say you love people? Don't raise your hand. Don't raise your hand. Don't raise your hand. Raise your your heart. (laughs) How many of y'all will say I love people? man? I love people. I really love people. People. I really do. I mean, I feel y'all right now like, I do, Pastor. I do. <laughs> do you know that the gauge of your answer is not based on anything outside of your home? That charity begins. So I know I love people when I love the people in my house. Uh-oh. Jesus. Because when I said, do you love people, y'all thought about Walmart, you thought about Target, you thought about how you treated the person that cut you off. Y'all thinking all outside the house. No, your first test is actually you. Then the second test is your house. Do you love the people in your house? Oh, gosh. I should have preached another sermon. Because I want you to go home and think about it like, man. Do I love? That don't mean I agree with everything. That don't mean I enjoy everything. Love is a choice for the, it's it's an obedient decision by the believer, not based on feelings. I do not have to feel like loving you to love you. This crazy culture, this crazy world, this crazy system has made love so many more things. When the Bible says God is love, so now you're like, I love my, I love my, my microphone. I love. We're just using. That's like almost using God's name because there's so many interpretations of the word love, so many variations of the word love. But love is a choice outside of feelings. We say we love things we like, right? That we enjoy. If you enjoy it and you like it, you say love. But that's not God. That is what you like. And you can like things that are killing you. Moths like flames, they love flames. So, love is my choice regardless of what I feel. Because, how you going to love your enemies? I don't like them. They don't like me. We're good. You don't have to like to love. You don't have to enjoy to love. This is kind of breaking. I feel y'all like, really? Yeah. Because what we call love is in fact not love. Yep. Can we talk about it? Uh oh. Is that rebuke? We talked about it a little bit last week. Let me go through it quickly. If I speak in tongues with men and of angels, right, and I don't have love, it's nothing. If I prophesy and and, and tell you what the mysteries of God and I don't love you, it is sound, it is irking God. It's like, oh, will you please stop? Because love, religion is designed to keep us from God. We don't even know that. That's why I like saying that. Because my, my old religious self was like, uh uh-uh, no, it ain't. It got me closer to God. No, it got you closer to culture, church culture. <laughs> right? So you grew up, no earrings. You can't wear earrings. You go into hell if you wear earrings. This is us. I don't know how y'all grew up, but you can't wear earrings. Uh, and it wasn't, to me, it wasn't a rule at like the church. It was what God wanted. Women, you can't wear pants in the sanctuary. That, it wasn't like this church. It was like God don't like pants on women. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So if I follow your rules and I'm accepted by you, we could just keep having church like this. But I never have a real. So religion is a system in the name of God to keep you from true relationship with him. And if you don't have relationship with God, you don't know God and you don't know love. I don't know if old school church loved us. Never mind, I ain't going to talk about that. I ain't going to talk about y'all family and all that stuff. That's my... uh, Let's say they didn't lead with that. They didn't lead with love. That's how I developed. I developed leading with truth and righteousness, but not love. So priority to me was the truth. Especially coming out of religion. You done lied to me. I'm going to tell everybody the truth. Hey, y'all, this ain't the, God wants to. I led with right and truth because I was so vehemently disturbed that I was warped in this cultish practice of religion. And I didn't want anybody to be as bound as I was. So I'm like, I'm going to tell you the truth and the truth will make you free. I'm, like, I, I'm just, huh, 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 and my songs and everything, I'm just like, truth, truth, truth. I led with that. But truth is not the highest. Love is greater than truth. Now, because I love you, I give you truth. So God is changing me, how I preach, how I speak, how I connect with people. It's not just I know what's right and I'm going to help you. He said don't help people first, love them first. And because you love them, help them. Too much help is coming out of something else besides love. That's why you feel like people owe you. Oh, yeah, I was there for her when she... No, 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 no. They don't owe you nothing. I thought you loved them. I thought you helped them because you loved them. Oh, you didn't. You helped them because you was right. That's how I lived. I would help people. I knew I was right. I studied the scriptures. And a lot of people that go to theology school... I'm sorry. So the Bible says... The Bible says, Paul had so much revelation, he wrote half the New Testament. God had to put a thorn in his side so he won't get too high-minded. People who go to theology school need a thorn because all they got is revelation, and all they got is, ooh, and all they got is the Greek and the Hebrew. And you know, hamburgers, actually, Habakkuk, that comes from the Hebrew. Man. It's a hamburger. Jesus is not his name. It's Yeshua Meshkadek. And when you go into the Hebrew Israelite, man. Love me. And when I know you love me, I'm open to your help. I'm open to your wisdom. If they establish love first in the home, I used to hate when substitute teachers would correct me. I was always bad in school. I used to hate when substitute Thomas, my first name is Thomas Thomas. I'm like, man, you can't. You don't even know us. You a sub. You don't know me. My teach. My homeroom teacher know I'm a class clown. You you knew. You don't know me. So I didn't, that's bad, y'all, but I'm saying still. (laughs) I didn't receive correction from someone who I understood didn't know me or love me. So when God gives you a command, this is a command, love. It's easier to obey because you know you you are loved. I can obey somebody who I know love me. If I don't know you love me, I'm not quick to do what you say. You want your child to obey you? They keep coming home late. They keep, they not listening to me. Bop, bop, bop. Love them. Now, I'm not saying don't discipline. That's foolish. But let your discipline come because you love them, not because they're disobeying you. It's a different energy between disobedience and I love you and this is best. I'm trying to help two parents in here. When you raise your kids, even when you discipline, let it come from the bowels of this is best for you. Not just this is what I want in my house. And it can be both. Just let the love be greater. (laughs) Y'all not with me today. I'm preaching something else next week for sure. Love is patient. (laughs) When I love, I'm patient. Watch this. This is what God gave me this week. He said, "He said, patient, even when, uh, 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 how you gonna tell me, Lord, when when you're the one being restored or forgiven." So, I messed up with my wife. We separated. I'm in LA. She's in Jersey. Right? I'm thinking a good two months of me behaving myself. We should be ready for a date. Hey, babe, I'm coming to Jersey this weekend. I'm thinking maybe some sushi. Maybe she's like, "Nah, not this time." I'm like, "Y'all, it's been two months. I've been clean. Can I get a date?" But I had to be patient, because even though, are y'all hearing me? When you disturb the waters. When, when, when you trouble the water, when you drop something in that water that's an offense, you cannot determine the length of the ripple effect. Okay. Okay. You Okay. You can't say, all right, by now we should be cool. All right, now we're, right. you can't determine how it affects me. And honestly, the more the person loves you, the longer it might take. So you got to be patient. I was patient, I waited, and I got her back. Thank you, Jesus. But I had to be patient and not bitter. The Bible didn't say to wait. It says to patiently wait. Let me get y'all out of here. I don't know why I'm talking about this. Wow. Love is patient. Love is kind. Right? Love does not envy, does not boast, is not proud. Oh, how can I do this, Lord? Where do you want me to go? Alright, uh, Let me talk. Oh, it's 1 o'clock. All right. Let me let y'all go. I have so much. To- all right, all right. So what, what can I do, Lord? What should I do? At least one more? love is patient, love is kind. Love does not dishonor others. Honor is a huge thing. I I really can't talk about this, y'all. It's not self-seeking. We love people who please us. (laughs) I've heard people like, I can't wait to have this baby. It's going to be my, like, you just need company. Like, you just going, so your whole child is dedicated to your needs. I don't know you. If I'm talking about you, I'm going to say it in a loving way. I'm not trying to condemn anyone. You should never enjoy someone's company just because of what it serves you. If you're the only one being served, that is not love, that is using. And the person serving you really loves you. So now they're going to come out of that relationship a little dysfunctional because you only used them while they loved you for real. Even children, you having babies, this, you don't have no love in your life. Your father wasn't there. Your, mother, da, 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 your s- first six boyfriends dumped you. With. I'm going to have this baby, and this, this is going to love me. This thing is going to love me. Nobody just want to be the object of your love. They want to be loved. It, they don't want to just be the object of your love, because that means it could be anything. It, it scares me when when, 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 when women... Let me close. <laughs> or men. I can't wait to get married. I can't wait. To, and when I'm my husband and I, and you don't know the person, but you got a whole. They're just the object of your vision. So now you get married and I finally got the, the piece in place I need to have what I wanted the whole time. Nobody wants to be the object of love. They want to be loved. (laughs) (laughs) This is good. I don't even need dinner after this. Yes, I do. (laughs) All of y'all like, speaking of dinner, let me get y'all out of here. Uh, So it's not self-seeking. Love is not easily angered. Anytime people snap on you at the drop of a dime, or you snap, you should check yourself. Because anybody close to you deserves grace and mercy. You're gonna have less, I ain't gonna even say that, but for people who you don't know, I understand that temper being shortened for people who you don't know. But for people who you do know, they deserve a little grace. Mercy, because they're going to jack up, and because they're close to you, you're going to notice it, but you're going to jack up, too. Okay. Love keeps no record of wrongs. Y'all said keep going. I was done. Y'all said. I said it before in the sermon, but even if you commit a crime... The law will look at your previous, if you ever got arrested before, to determine your consequence. So if you have a previous record, your consequence or punishment can be worse, depending on, depending on how long that list is. So God is saying, don't punish people with such severity just because they have a, you should keep no records. Let this offense be isolated. This is this offense. Okay, this is not what we're doing today. Okay, 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 okay. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices in the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes. Love never fails. I want to say this in my closing. There are four basic words for love in the Greek language. Eros, phileo, storge, or storge and agape, right? In the Bible, most times when it says love, it's talking about agape love. But the Greeks have separated, this means this love, this type of love, this type of love, this type of love, this type of love. Type of love. It doesn't mean it's true just because they did that, but eros is, I ain't going to explain it. I ain't go, I'm going to go into it. So there are different types of love. There's a, fle- there's a just a fleshly, Joe, I'm ready, yep. There's like a, a love because things are beautiful to you, Plato says, is to recall knowledge of beauty. Eros is to recall knowledge of, I love this painting. Oh, I love these chandeliers. It's beautiful to you. But we call it love. You understand? That's not love. God is love. But the Greeks have had these different words. This means love too. they just adding on so that our pursuit of God could be that much more challenging. Eros is that physical love. It's the goosebumps. It's the infatuation. I love Idris. That. See? I love Chris Brown or whoever you love. That. 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 If you lead your life with Eros, you will come to ruin. Paul said if I do everything my flesh tells me, I'm slave to my feelings. When you lead your life just from feelings, you're slave to it, which is why you're up and down because your feelings are up and down. Love never fails. I want to keep unpacking this real love because it has got in, gotten muted and eclipsed by culture and religion. The Bible says, I'm going to unpack it next week a little bit more, y'all. The Bible basically says that... Uh, You know, hope the makes the heart sick, something like that. But then kind words. I was talking to Tim yesterday. Kind words heals or soothes the soul. Kind words. Monica, I grew up in the hood. It was not much. Kind words. So as a culture, we just developed an understanding. Sit down, big head means she loved me. You call your boo stank. Come here, stank. It's the hood. So you understand what they mean, but your soul is never satisfied. Because kind words satisfy the soul. Even if you're laughing at a comedy show, it, you're laughing, your laughter does not heal the soul. Because most of the words are not kind. The music we listen to, most of the words are not kind. But in culture, we've developed an understanding. So here we got it, but here we don't. We're gonna talk about it, y'all. We're gonna get some real love up in here, up in here. Anybody ready for real love? Who want to be loved for real? Who wants to be loved for real? Who wants to love for real? Aren't you glad God loves you for real, the real you, how you are? While we were yet sinners. Y'all can stand up. We're going home. While we were yet sinners. Christ loved us and he died for us in our worst state. My challenge to you this week is to change how you speak. You'll find out how, ch- between religion and culture, you're going to find out how challenging it is to say kind things. We've come so far from that because the enemy knows that's going to heal them. That's going to heal them. They're going to have a real soul connection. They're going to have a real fellowship. Like when Mary walked into Elizabeth's house, she said, whoa, my baby leaf, Mary! That's a real soul connection through kind words. Try to speak kind. Ain't that funny that this is a challenge? (laughs) If you're reading something and someone disturbs you, shut up. Hold on, I'm reading something really quick. I'll get right to you. We don't even know. We don't even know. We don't even know how to do that. And I'm 46 years old. Learning how to speak kind words coming out of religion, God, 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 and coming out of culture. Y'all, I want to speak words that heal you when I say it. I want to speak words that bless you when I say it. You look so good today. I'm so glad to see you today, Jackie. Thank y'all for opening up. You did a wonderful job. Can we clap it up for the Jackies? The Jackies. Mom Jackie. Daughter Jackie. I love you all permanently. Thank y'all for stepping up at the last minute to bless our church. Were you blessed today by their opening? Yeah. Kind words is not, I love you. <laughs> and my challenge, I'm done after this for real. My challenge to speak kind words comes from you loving them first. Because witches speak kind words. But I'm not doing it just to obey, I'm doing it because I love the people around me. Father, we thank you for your love for us. It's unconditional. Whatever condition we are in, ratchet or righteous, right or wrong, you love us. What manner of love is this that the Father has for us? That a man will lay down his life for his friend. What kind of love is this? God, you are love. Help us to know you so we can know what love is. Because I got a whole family that I want to love. I got a whole marriage that I want I got been, I got people in my life that I need to really love so I need to really know you. Lord, help me to know you more. Somebody say God, let me know you more. The more I know you, the more I know love in Jesus name. everybody clap your hands and say Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah hallelujah i love you jesus i worship and adore you just want to tell you more than anything all right i want to give today before we leave my prayer for everyone in here is that we know god for real and that we know love If you're not saved today, man, your first step is to be like, you know what? I'm a sinner, and I'm sick of living life my way. I trade my way for yours. If you're not saved, and that's your prayer today, and you want to be saved, just lift your hands, and we'll pray for you right where you are. I I live my life my way, but I want to trade it for his way. I see two hands over here. God bless y'all. God bless y'all. God bless you all. Amen. All right, we love you permanently in the name of Jesus. Our prayer for you. My sisters, was it two or just one hand? Is one hand up? Okay, amen. My sister, our prayer for you is that you surrender your way for His. Not just now, but for the rest of your life. His way is easier, it is better. How many of y'all can attest that God's way is better? Let her hear you, let her hear you. Father, we thank you for salvation for her right now. We thank you that the scales have fallen off of her eyes. She is no longer blind, but she can now see. Let her see you more. Let her know you more. Let her love you more in the name of Jesus so that she can love her neighbor as herself. We thank you for salvation, that she's coming out of darkness into this marvelous light. Walk with her. Let her know she's never alone. Remind her that her past is null and void, and no weapon formed against her will ever prosper we declare freedom we declare deliverance we declare unconditional love and we declare salvation for her soul in Jesus name everybody clap your hands for our new sister in Christ keep coming that's what you do keep coming and work out your whole soul salvation before we leave I want to give you an opportunity to give ladies and gentlemen so my wife and I went to check out this property this week. It is absolutely amazing. I'm, I'm ready to move in today. It's like a big warehouse. We can, we can do it any type of way we want, and the vision can still be fulfilled. If anyone heard our vision of the marketplace and this and all that stuff, and the, that, the vision can be fulfilled there. The place is about $2 million probably, something like that. It's higher than that. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. We're trying to raise two million. Yeah, we're going to raise two million. That's nothing. That's nothing. Relax. Relax. You don't have to raise two million yourself. Mo is here. We got help. So <laughs> give it up for my homie Mo, y'all. Big Mo in the building. I love you, bro. I love you so much, man. Good to see you in the building. And y'all, last week was DG's, uh, was, was Tim's birthday. DG was the next day. Yeah. Today is my little niece's birthday, MEL. I ain't going to put her on the spot. I ain't going to let y'all know who she even is, but that's her birthday today. I love you, Emmy. I love you so much. Happy birthday, baby girl. All right, listen. We saw this building. It was amazing. No one person has to give $2 million unless God leads you to do it. We want to raise this money because I found out today or yesterday or this week, again, there was a mix-up in the schedule here. So we have no availability next week for church. And I'm like, this ain't going to keep happening to us. Let me tell y'all a little little lower. Let me be honest with you all, lovingly say this. We only scheduled to have the double tree for the end of last year. We was believing God that by January we was going to be in somewhere. So we didn't secure all the dates for this year here. So we missed out on a couple of Sundays. So if we ever have a Sunday where we can't be here, it's because we didn't just lock it in. We just believe in God to move out. So we're not, every, I don't want you to think we're irresponsible. Sometimes they got church, sometimes they don't. But I know nobody thinks like that because we love each other here. Yes. I'm just clearing the air for the enemies. <laughs> so next week there's no service, guys. Enjoy your family, enjoy your loved ones, and we'll be back uh, the next week. We'll be online or something like You know I hate stuff like this. I like to gather together. But anyway, that's what happened. So now we're trying to secure some more dates for the rest of the year until I'd rather secure the dates and then break the lease than not have is that wise or should I not do that? What y'all think? What y'all? All right. <laughs> we wasn't asking. We wasn't really asking. We love you guys. We love you guys. It's a fee to break it, but I'd rather do that than not be able to gather together. So this will be hopefully one of our last times, save a couple of more dates uh, that, that we won't be able to gather. But we won't have this problem when we get our own, y'all. Amen. My brother Travis Green opened up their new building today in South Carolina, Forward City, and I'm so, I, I hit on, we talked today, so excited. I'm so inspired by that. I'm so encouraged because if it happened, they bought a Best Buy, an old Best Buy, turned it into a sanctuary. I'm just so inspired. I'm looking at it every day like, ha, come ha, ha, I said, we next. I said, we next. Amen. But we could not move into bigger without love. I don't Really love the city to serve it. So today I'm asking for a little extra. A little extra. Yeah. Yeah, I just said we go ahead. You want something? Yeah, I said we just I said my wife and I went and saw a new building. Yeah. We saw a new building we love it. We walked around. We're gonna show y'all a video uh, soon. We was just like, oh my god, we just getting vision, like, oh my god, Oh, my I can't wait to see him run across that part. I can't wait. So this is going to be amazing. And the, and the theme of the next building will not be church. It will be lifestyle. That's kingdom. It ain't just church. It's how we live. We might have a movie theater in there. Might You don't know. You don't know. Lifestyle. So we're excited about that. I'm not going to hold you any longer. So as you give today, have that on your mind. And I also wanted to let you all know about next week. All right. Anybody love Jesus in here? Anybody love live church in here? All right. We love you all as well. So there are three ways to give. Uh, Those of you who are here for the first time, there's a text to give. There's envelopes up here, and it should be all on the card in your seats, right? No? Okay, cool. So let me bless you. Father, we thank you for everyone who has a heart to give, to respond to your love for them. We're going to serve things of you on this earth thank you for live church thank you for the blessing that this is and i pray everyone who's giving will have no lack in their life i heard somebody say the seed that leaves your hand will never leave your life may it bring back and yield blessings health wisdom structure order prosperity and, and protection in the mighty name of jesus if you agree with that prayer say amen all right, give unto the Lord, y'all. Dig a little deeper. We're going to raise this $2 million like it ain't nothing. We're already on the way. The Lord is with us. Y'all already know we ain't going to fail, so we're excited. So let's celebrate as we give in the name of Jesus. Give, give. I'm going to dismiss right after this. You can sing. Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you were blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.